Hi, welcome to the Fatherly Edition, a podcast by Tommaso Maggio, alongside with a cavalcade of Daddy. Join us! All right, welcome back to the Fatherly Edition. Today, we have the pleasure to have here Mark Wee, that is a creative designer, architect, uh, and many other titles under the umbrella of creativity and is a father as well. So he's based in Singapore and um, we have a conversation about our point of view and what we do as daddy and how this match our life. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> thanks so much. So, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for reaching out. I think you forget that I am I'm a dad to say maybe I've been spoiled with conversation. Exactly. Um, yeah, go ahead with uh, your conversation. So you can just introduce a bit yourself and then we can uh, just be. Sure. Um, no, I mean, uh, thanks for reaching out. Um, as you know, we both went LinkedIn. I used to be, uh, my training is in, I'm first an architect and, a, and a, an artist and now I'm design, designer. And I was doing that for many years. And then uh, for about five years, for the last five years, I used to uh, be in the head of uh, the design thing for council, which is a government agency in Singapore that is, you know, oversees the design industry, is uh, responsible for sort of helping uh, businesses use design for to create new value in the economy. And also, you know, we just look into what are the, uh, the kind of manpower and how do you groom talent uh, for, for Singapore. Very much like the UK Design Council. And, uh, and you know, I mean, uh, we also sort of run the National Design Center and, and do a number of things. Uh, uh, and I left the public service end of last year, and now um, I'm on my own, but I'm doing a number of things, uh, uh, one of which is I recently co-founded the Designing Your Life Institute with mm-hmm. Professor Bill Burnett from the Sanford uh, Design School, uh, where if you're familiar with the title, it's about uh, the, uh, of these very well uh, best-selling books or if you might have had the pleasure to take a program in Stanford or one of 350 universities around the world, is where we teach people design thinking principles who what's designing what we believe is the most complicated and unpredictable project of all, which is our lives. Uh, so we just set up here in Singapore, and our goal and our mission is to be able to just bring this into all of society so that people can have the agency and the tools towards uh, designing a much more meaningful and purposeful life. And of course, we hope we bring that across the rest of the Asia Pacific as well. Uh, and that's just been really fun. And it's just allowed me to kind of enter into a lot of meaningful conversations around um, meaning, purpose, and how design, or at least a design attitude, can actually allow people to find a way to get there. Uh, so yeah, and then I think the thing why we, why we connected on the web was I mean was because of um, as an artist I also uh, you know um, I had been doing some collaboration in the and one of I've always drawn since I was very young and over the years in spite of my professional career I've been you know I had some exhibitions had some collaborations and now on my own I uh, I just recently launched a small product collaboration. Uh, with uh, a children's clothing company with my drawings. And 
I guess these are some of the things I want to share with my daughter or, or she grows up uh, to know that, you know, um, uh, art can bring joy and happiness and it can be, <laughs> it can also make, hopefully, right, uh, uh, make an empire and make a living. Of course, of course. Can I ask, how Mark changed before having the daughter? How is Mark now? Can you pick up a couple of things? Oh God, why do you ask this question? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, he, uh, my daughter's name is uh, Abigail. She's about 10 years old this year. And, uh, uh, you know, she's our first child and, and right now she's our only child. And um, I think nothing really prepares you for fatherhood. Right. And, uh, yeah. and so I think if anything, you know, I think this idea of what it was like before fatherhood and after fatherhood, I think it was anyone like your life changes entirely. You know, you, in a very basic way, you can't even live the same way anymore. <laughs> exactly. <Right>. You summarize <laughs> in a two word, you know, what it was about. Yes. You, you can't, right? You can't just, just like go on a date night just like that, right? Because, you know, you have a hotel home, right? You can't just, uh, um, just do whatever you want. You also have to. Be mindful that you know um, you are you are, you are a parent now, and also we want to communicate to her the values you have. I think the other thing also is that you you have this new relationship as a father and my wife as a husband, and how do you got your own relationship as a husband and wife? So a lot of these, these things um, are new, and I think you no know, one really prepares you for them. You kind of read books a little bit, but at the same time. You know, every child is different yeah. and it's unpredictable, but I, I think what's beautiful is obviously, you know, everyone, every parent can probably tell and start to see themselves and their children, right? Sometimes or physically or personality wise and we all, and, and that's just something that you realize that that person comes from you and how do you want to bring him or her out in the world? So for me, I mean, this is a. Lifelong project. I'm very happy I have a girl. <laughs> I think fathers and daughters. <laughs> There's just something about that that's different. Uh, you know? Um, and, and um, yeah, I mean, she's obviously my princess, but also, you know, I, how do I be a parent? And, and you know, I want to want that, that, you know, you want your kids when they grow up, still to find you interesting and cool and close to talk to, you know, many parents don't necessarily have that. Yeah, maybe it's a very distant relationship. They feel that, that, you know, as children, you cannot relate, you cannot fully express and share with your own parents about certain things because of, you know, maybe this a difference in opinion. And those are things that I, I, I really hope I can, I can overcome. Yeah, so, so it's, only, it's a journey. So it's a unpredictable. The only things we can do is just to find our own way to share, maybe to share our passion, our point of view. So without uh, pressure, that's what uh, older parents or experienced fathers say. So just don't press the button on a specific direction because maybe what you really want, because maybe you're passionate about something doesn't happen. You need to find your own way and let them go. That's what yeah. more experienced and, say. And actually, and actually what I also, you know, learning and understanding is that as fathers, even though you may, even if you may spend less physical time with your 
with your children, especially doctors, you actually make like huge impact with even just a few words and yeah. and 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 and, and, a, and a, you know and, and time spent. And I'm realizing the kind of huge impact that fathers actually have on their daughters or children. There is even more than the mothers. And even as fathers, right? What are you going to represent to what's your 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 your, your children? I mean, that's something I will throw on the journey to that. And as as we all know, as adults, we are all a lot of our worldview and even the way we think about ourselves are influenced by our relationship with our own parents. Sadly, right? Exactly. We <laughs> we realize this later on, no? One <laughs> only one. Yeah, and we are parents. Yeah, and and you say sadly because I guess when you say sadly, it's because we will be thinking about things that are, you know, that you are you unproud of, right? Or but at the same time, thinking about happily, it will also mean that that were well, because of your parents that you are who you are today, that you are well, you're so grateful for, right? So I want to have more um, happy than sadly, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that yeah. for sure. So just uh, leave a, a good impression. You now make sure, as you say, so yeah. be not somebody that they can count anytime. Not just now because they are kids, but once they grow up, they can always know that you're there. Yeah, find you keep, as you say, being cool all the time. Be cool means that they can approach you at any time, any situation. It uh yeah. And I, I don't know, I, I guess as a designer and a creative, you know, you have curiosity about the world around you all the time. And, you know, we have the gift and the skills to be able to create things that are original and also to be excited when you find inspiration on things. And I'm trying to also, you know, um, find a way to do that with my child, you know, in terms of where I bring her what I kind of let her see, how her to make those connections, and hopefully, you know, just instill a kind of throughout the same curiosity you have that has made me always been able to look at the world with, you know, just always interest and hopefulness and and and, and excitement, you know, and and that's definitely something I try to do as a dad. Um, I think there's also a part that as a father you find out about how much of your daughter's personality is nature or nurture, you know? mm. right? I mean, yeah. it just so happens that my, my daughter tends to, I mean, I think she, her personality is closer to mine. So, you know, you're like, okay, so those things, because they're nature, you know, you feel music and that, but I also wonder how much of it is also nurture. So I think that's also my journey in trying to understand it. Yeah, it's a step by step. So it's a, and then basically every time is a, every day is a discover because you understand something. But why you discover something about them? And I think we discover something about ourselves. Or we look at ourselves with different eyes at this point because thanks to them, they're sort of mirror. You know? So it's another way to reflect, to see our reflection. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah. Another thing I constantly also kind of grapple with is, you know, a lot of times as parents, as you come in, a lot of people tell you that, oh, you need to manage screen time, you know, you have to sort of like, you know, uh, not devices and all that. And I understand that. At the same time, there's so many uh, um, things you learn through. I mean, obviously, there's maybe not not productive screen time, which is just doing, you know, playing things that are sort of just, you know, not really useful. But there's a lot of stuff you can learn on this uh, truly, truly digitally today as well. But yeah. you can learn even in a more powerful way than reading a book. So sometimes I also kind of am conflicted in, you know, trying to figure out where's that value. So take, for example, math, right? I mean, traditionally math is taught in the classroom with teachers and all that. And, you know, I don't know, maybe you all feel like we have a sense of what, how we grow up learning math. Uh, but then, you know, sometimes she gets bored and she's like, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of not very patient, I can tell in school. But I recently got her on Khan Academy. Oh. And, and you know, obviously it's, it's all on the screen, but it's brilliant. It's beautified. Uh, if you don't understand the problem, you just go to the video and watch it and you can watch it to you, you understand it. And I'm like, dude, if and she was really when she was doing, like, she was doing fractions or something like that, like, and then she really got locked in and she got really interested in it and you see a huge focus. So I'm like, okay, clearly this is more effective than a teacher sitting in front of her in the classroom with 40 students. But, you know, it's this valuable screen time and, you know, it's an issue about how much time should be on it. So those are things that I'm also trying to understand. So I think this view about digital screens though much more providing much more engaging ways to help people learn right versus the people obviously wanting you that hey keep away the devices right uh uh make sure they i'm also trying to figure out how it works about it i uh, yeah i have a conversation even even with other dad and they say so basically we are the generation that build uh, the application for all those devices somehow yeah and some of us built the first application as well. But the, now we are parents, so we are conflicting how much they should, much time they should use it. But as you say, if you compare the traditional way of uh, educating through the school and the way they were, they, you see how much they can learn from, even from uh, TikTok, from uh, yeah. Netflix uh, show, is a huge difference. Yeah. So, what they learn in five minutes at the school, they have to repeat because the school, we still build the school as we built 50 years ago, 90 years ago. The classroom, 90% <laughs> of the time, are made in the same way with the same architecture. All the few keys around the world are fantastic. But at the end of the day, from uh, kindergarten to university, is the same architecture. So I have no. learned that doesn't work anymore. So media adapt quickly. Technology adapt the context to media, but why for learning seems uh, quite uh, a strange things. No, should the teacher yeah. use uh, mobile phone device or not? It's too much. We we need to ban the technology from the classroom. But then kids use every day. So you need to yeah. find a way. So uh, it's part of uh, our routine. 
uh, as ChatGTP, somebody say, oh, it's a new nightmare. But again, you can use, yeah. you, you have a, if you are literate about how to use digital tool, that can be just another, another power of you, just an extension, no? Yeah. Can uh, give you oh, ideas so you can play with maths. There are other parts that maybe, that maybe they told me they play with the ChatGTP to, to do math. So to create story for the time, uh, bedtime. So you can play with those uh, things. So of course we, we are learning because now before we are just consumer and now we are parents of other potential consumer, as you say, so it's a learning journey. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I see it brings me to the other thing as a paramount is I, I do question your education system, right? When you educate, right. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, a lot of the edu public education systems, at least in general, school education systems haven't really changed for the last 50 years. Yeah. It's still very kind of like, you know, teacher to uh, engaging a lot of the students in the class and quite one directional. And, you know, education systems tend to also just, you know, kind of celebrate people with, with with the IQ as opposed to other intelligence things. At the same time, when I look at a lot of the, I mean, as we know, technology is changing the world drastically. I look at even, you know, as you look at things like what are the most important skills of the future under the World Economic Forum, a lot of these collaboration. And you're like, well, if they're not going to get, and sometimes they're not really getting them in school, then what should you get? as a responsible parent be doing for your kid. And and, and I really struggle with that because, you know, uh, because sometimes I just, you know, I, I, I do have my doubts about what our current education, whether our current education systems are uh, evolving quick enough, right? And, um, and, and doing that, it's almost like what, how can you train and how can you Children be any for that they don't, they have skills that AI and cannot do, right? All these yeah. machines cannot do as well, right? I think that should be the the objective, right? Right. When a lot of the things I realized that when I was in school was training us for things that actually now computers can be very difficult. And it that's the concern, is. right? It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Like when that's they yeah, when the school give you the test, say okay, now a computer can give you yes or no without any problem. Now give you even the complete and extended uh, answer to any question. So yeah, we need to find a different way. So I did. I think we have all the tools, but the structure of education is still an old structure, very hard yeah. to 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 renovate. In Mm, but I, yeah. I think it's good that we're thinking about it. I think the question is that there's no, at least for me, there isn't a sort of like big solution. But at least I feel that me and my my wife and me are at least aligned about how we see the future and where our current education system doesn't uh, provide for it. How as parents can we do that? And so as parents, we also. Um, that new things like play, that new things like uh, how 
like our child has a whole, everyone develops at a different pace and yep. for her to understand how she's developing and not be pressured by her peers or what the education system demands of the child is taking in, you know, because people grow up differently. So I, I, I that's something that me and my wife uh, are very clear about. We are, we, we take the, we want to be able to take an independent stand and not just look at what everyone pushing their children to do. Yes. Because we want to, and when we recognize that, you know, our, you know, every child is unique. And if, and the most important I realized is that, um, how can we allow our, our daughter to continue to be curious, to be able to have a love of learning, but also to have a strong self self-image self-confidence yeah. self-confidence i i think it because in singapore the education system is really quite quite demanding right and and you know i think sometimes the the, the, the children uh they're always sort of like you know getting tested after tested or they're always sort of like you know um you know the the, the, the questions are always really picky and all that and, and what happens is that sometimes the kids feel demoralized well, they feel like, you know, they're not good enough because, you know, these things are so hard. And I think that is even harder as a parent to recall. But yeah. Because, you know, when they knew the education system, I mean, you will still your child. And and I and I think that's something we found so important to protect, you know, uh, um, as they grow up. Yeah, I read that uh, now in Singapore, they, the plan is to eliminate all those texts. At the uh, at the school, I don't know if it's just a plan or is is uh, a dream. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because you have an education system that has been really uh, in South all uh you know when you know the truth is that children in Singapore and there's also a culture where parents grew up believing that education many parents believe that the education system is the right way so what happens is that if you are trying to shift away from a culture of having got a lot of tests and now trying to reduce that you also have sometimes you know, parents who want to know, so where does my child stand? What, what, what how do I know where to rank it? Right? Yes. When yeah. you write the limit or even tuition centers that are also opportunistic. So what happened, my friend the other day posted on LinkedIn, he was really horrified because as you know, uh, the schools have been, so what has, what the government has been doing is has been uh, eliminating some of these sort of like tests uh, from the exam system. So I think now you maybe take a big exam on the what, 12 years old, you might start taking some smaller tests along the way from maybe uh, 10, uh, 9, 10, and 11. And what they're teaching, and they're removing what you call mid year exam. I see. Right? But what happened was this tuition centers starts to advertise it to the parents. So if you don't know, basically, do you want to know where your children stand? Mm -hmm. Basically saying if the schools don't provide mid-year exams, 
we will provide your child children with the exam so you know where your children stand. And you're basically tapping on the fear of parents who want to know where their children are. And now the private institution companies are saying, we will give your children the test. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Oh my so, God. So it's a, yeah. So it's complicated. It's, it's, Let's say it's very complicated. Yeah. Because you touch one thing and then you need to consider the full society. No, it's not just <laughs> the the building yeah. of the school itself, as you say. So you need to, to consider what is around that. So what is the yeah. uh, culture about this? Uh, and that can happen in, in every country for any culture. I mean, and uh, yeah, it, it's not easy. Not easy. But it's interesting to question it anyway, as I think it's important. In fact, I mean, nowadays, uh, those kids are kids generation there are plenty of opportunity beside the school of activity oh, thousands of activity that when we were kids yes we have some activity but now there are an explosion of activity like thousand compared to our age so oh, like if you if you're a 10 year old kid or a 12 year old kid you gotta actually run your own business on the internet no one will know you're 12 years old exactly just to say one thing right. <laughs> yeah. right right I mean, that's just really the way the world has changed. It's so different, you know? So, yeah. But I, I look at that as also exciting. I mean, my my child, actually, my daughter, actually, has a much more creative kind of, like, personality. You know, she's very outgoing. She loves to dance, like, music and all that. And in some ways, at least for me, all I want, one thing I had clarity about, I'm like, she may or may not be extremely academic, but it doesn't matter. I just need to bring her up in a way that she can just think differently from everyone else. Yes. So and if she can think differently, she will be, that's, that's important. That's enough because there's always value for people who think differently. That's just my, my own conclusion. <laughs> the designer mind speaks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> No, and as you say before, self-confidence no, is what makes the difference. Then you can do whatever you like. If you're self-confident, yes. that's the most important things that no school teach. So probably that Absolutely. is uh, as parents we have to tap in. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we can read so many books. Now even a lot of books to do or not to do. But then your child is... Just your child is different from the child next to him, next to her. So you really need to find what is the best for them. Yeah. Well, what about you as a parent? I mean, how how you? Uh, I mean, what are some of the important things that you feel that you need to do as a as a as or at least you want to do as a father? Well, we have a design background. <laughs> exactly. So. So the things, uh, of course, so we live here as a Bangkok, as an expat couple with our daughter born in Italy, and then she moved here. And uh, so we need we needed to, the fact she embraced another culture, that's as important. And uh, having this opportunity since young age, not just the Thai culture, but here is a quite a hub. So you have people from all around the world. I think even her this opportunity to experience people with different mindsets that yeah. is a very important uh, element and then things will move on 
step by step. Every time we see she is growing up, what are her passion, we try to see what is the best option for her. And then you try. So what I do so far is, okay, let's try. There are thousands of activities available on the market. What can be the fit for her? You try 10 and you see which one works. Or sometimes they are a bit shy to do something, but again, we want them to be confident. So we try to push them just the way to be confident, not just because they have to be the first in the class, just because mm. it's important just shining is normal, but then you have to step out of your inner fear, you know, just knowing things make you more comfortable. I think those are the things important. Yeah. And I guess just love them. Love them for who they are, right? Exactly. So they need... I mean, yeah. I think this is the most important thing. Yeah. Be self-aware. Be yeah. self-aware. And that's basically is even what the, I say to... Even to students, design students, say, we can design for others if you don't know yourself. So, mm. and same things for our kids. So, we really need to know you. Yeah. Well, one thing that really stood out for myself is that I became a parent was the way I was parented. And obviously, you know, I mean, you know, the the things that you wish were better, but there were many things that I was, when I looked back, I was really grateful for. So one of the things my parents did when they raised me was they always told me and my sister that we could, you know, me, they, would, they would support us in anything we wanted to do. And, uh, you know, they were, we always had faith in us and nothing was too dumb to do. And that provided us with a lot of self-relief and assurance. The other thing that they did was when they, you know, they would not just, I remember one time where uh, in my school, a teacher had, you know, was maybe unhappy with me over some incident or basically, uh, was it about a subject or something? That, I mean, I couldn't get enough detail, but basically my, and, the, and that teacher complained to my mom and my mom looked at my side and hit the teacher's side and realized that my teacher was wrong. And then she said, well, no, then, you know, you're not wrong. She basically just stood up for me and just told, it, told me that, you know, uh, no, it's not, it's not your fault. Um, you know, we should just tell her. And I think that just made me realize that you know, some parents would just always defer to the teacher. Right. Whereas, uh, my, you know, my mom was like, you know what, you know, when, when someone else is wrong, then says, I will stand up for you and you should stand up for yourself. And those things actually... You know, I do remember when I get older because, you know, this idea of parents who support you and you having your own voice, your own sense of independence, uh, in a way, not just taking sides to authority because that's an easy way out, but rather also choosing to and telling you that you also should have the boldness to, you know, to, to, to disagree, right? And, and those things, huge, you know, I don't remember half the things I, I learned in class, but these are the things I remember <laughs> in the end growing up, you know, so I think these things really, 
I realized that was the influence of my parents or myself that I also want to provide for my daughter when she grows up and, you know, what it's a, and encounter different situations. Yeah. Of course, this is very important. So have your own voice, the respect that your parents yeah. are protecting all the yeah. time, no? So, yeah. yeah. And that's uh, make you independent. Again, and make you yes. self-aware and you know where to stand. So you cannot wait sometimes to get wrong, sometimes to get right. So it's important just to be aware of it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Being just a uh, uh, helicopter parent, so sometimes probably the damage more than uh, help the kids. I mean, the yeah. overdoing, of course, you know, because yes, yes, they have to find a way to find their own way to get out of situation. Yeah, and also not to take to help you take don't take life too seriously. Exactly, and so um, and even by association with that, to indulge is okay to fail as long as you're trying, and then you and then just try again. I mean, these things I realize, and especially, uh, you know, as opposed to parents or cultures where they're always telling you why didn't you do better, or, you know, there's a, they instill this fear that if you don't perform, that they won't, you know, parents will, will performance is conditional on the love, right? And those are things actually, you know, I, I realize it's so important when we don't do that, right? Because, so one thing my mom did, for me, that was really interesting. Well, years ago, to consider, you shouldn't study because of me. You should just study because of yourself. <laughs> and basically, just saying that you know, like you know, whatever you study for, you know, the grades are not for your parents. It's really for yourself. So if you want to do well, you grow up for yourself. If you don't do well, then you need to know it. And that just was really useful because it just basically made me realize that I own my own. I was responsible for myself. Yeah. Many parents don't do that. They'd be like, you you know, why do you work harder? And, you know, and, you know, it's a very different kind of mentality. But these are things that, uh, you know, I, I do also with my own, well, you know, I, you know, it comes right from a test and like, so how do you do it and try your best? And, it's like, and then he doesn't have to fear that, oh my goodness, right? It's kind of like crazy expectation. And the truth is that you're going to be, you want, you're going to be invaluable in training and, and people want new skills for the rest of your life. It's not only what will stay. So you need a lifelong kind of perspective and it's no longer this thing of, I study everything I learned in school, it's just going to prepare me for the rest of my life as a career. That doesn't really work anymore. No, probably it was working a couple of generations ago, but with our generation on, so we keep learning. So we need to learn every day. So new technology that you buy the new phone, you switch from uh, Apple to Android whatsoever, you need to learn how to use again. So the little things keep you learning. And the same for the school. If you go just for the score, once you finish the score, I assume you would not want to touch a book anymore. So everything related <laughs> to learning, you get, oh my God, no way. But if you do because you are you are curious, it's a different approach. Then you want to learn because of you, not because somebody give you a score. It's a, that's yeah. a, it's an important approach that I hope 
even school encouraged nowadays. Yeah, a lot more fun. Yeah. All right. Do you have any advice for new or upcoming dad? Something you want to share? Um, any advice? Well, I think it's first, okay. Well, the first thing is follow the interest. Maybe pay attention to the interest and try to expose them and see what sticks. Um, I think that's important. Um, um, two, and this is a reminder to myself on how to be, how to have a good time with them, learn how to have a good time with them. Sometimes you'd be surprised, right? When we adults are so like, consume work and all those things and when we run out, we don't know how to engage them. So learn how to get in life. Because when you laugh and you bond through some memories. And the third thing is just love your children, like love them more than I think that would just go out that would hold the longest way. Yeah. So one, look up, try to understand their interests and expose them to and then how they have fun with them and we need to learn them a lot. And don't be too serious as you say. <laughs> right? Don't be too serious. Yeah. Don't take life too serious. So just learning yeah. and 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 you know you're kinda like I guess you're, you're, you're trying to invest early when you're young because you always hear about parents telling you that once your children become teenagers, they will not want to spend time with you. And you know, and I figure out how do you avoid that? The need be, you want to make such a strong impression and you want them to feel close to you when you're younger, such that when they grow up, they still want, they still want to just hang out. Right. And I think that's, that's, I think that's what only can want. So how do you need to see about it? I think so. That's as important. So there's a key, you know, it's a hope for many of us. Don't be cool just now. They are, they are young, but <laughs> when they grow up, they can be cool and we can keep having cool conversation and a fun time together. That's is a, yeah, that's a goal, life goal. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for listening to the Fatherly Edition. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow Tommaso Maggio on LinkedIn or subscribe to the Fatherly Edition podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you gain your podcast.